Hey, what's up, friends, worship leaders, pastors, volunteers, whoever you are listening to this episode of Straight Talk. Thanks again for uploading us to your device and or downloading, whichever. Big shout out to Sure Microphones. You are hearing this uh, recording brought to you by them and their brand new line of Motive products. Go check them out at Sure.com. Thanks again, Davida and all the great team. Uh, so here we go, straight talk. Coming out of the Texas tragedy, if you haven't heard, which is okay, we have suffered here in Texas a major winter storm that nearly froze the state and hasn't been any kind of recording of a disaster like this in decades. In fact, I don't think ever with the magnitude that we experienced. My family and I underwent uh, not just power and water loss for about six days, but also we had to makeshift flashlights out of our solar lights from our landscaping. We also shoveled snow and boiled ice for drinking, washing hands, as well as just the essentials for uh, restroom purposes. And it's just been a very unique experience. And me, being from Texas, lived here all my life and lived on the coast, very accustomed to hurricanes and different types of disasters, but I've never seen anything like this magnitude of a, a tragedy. And even more so to see our children go through it with us was heartbreaking. And so what can you learn from events like these? Now, I don't know you, but I'm sure that you have faced your own set of tragedies and crises in your life. And, you know, on I was on Clubhouse just yesterday, and one of the questions was, and, and by the way, if you haven't followed me on Clubhouse, uh, go on there, um, iPhone users only for right now until they open the gate. But you can search Worship Team Training, and we'll come up that way. I'm in the process of trying to change my name, so... Uh, just in the meantime, search Worship Team Training on Clubhouse, and you can follow me there, and we can uh, discuss more worship and topics there in the rooms. Anyway, one of the questions from the rooms was, how do you worship God? How do you keep your focus on God without distraction? And and, the, and they were talking about in the, the wake of tragedy uh, amid uh, challenges, and that really hit home for me because it's easy for us to here's what I thought it's it's easy for us to pray to God during the tragedy or the crisis and say God please deliver God will you please help God we please heal and those are right prayers and those are also not just human prayers but I say that they're knee-jerk prayers because when something happens to you immediately you know I think the first thing from our lips is, hey, God, help. You know, that's only normal and human. But when, as we pray those kind of prayers, what about the prayers during those trying times where you say, Lord, help me to worship you during this time and help me to 
not lose my focus on you during this turmoil. I think that is the toughest prayer. I think that is the most challenging um, most challenging way to worship. And it, you know, some may even ask, well, how do you worship during those times? And I've ran into many people in our community that we've helped um, where we live here in Austin, Texas. Uh, we're a multicultural city. And predominantly we have, in at least even in our neighborhood, uh, quite the Hispanic and also Indian and Asian population. And most of them are not Christians. They're not churchgoers. And they have asked, you know, how do you, how do you keep your focus? And that was very, that was a, that was a great challenging thought for me. And I think one way was just to, and it's, as far as sharing our faith, it's, I think it's also showing our faith to people who don't know the Lord, who really don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not about just telling people who He is, and it's not inviting the church. It's the actions of what you do and the faith that you show, the character that you describe of who God is through the way that you behave. And... I think that, too, is a form of worship because you are honoring God as you're honoring people. And so how do you keep your focus during worship? I mean, how do you keep, yeah, how do you keep your focus of worship during times of tragedy? Uh, man, I mean, that it's, it's more, I think it comes down to gratitude. When we were in our home huddling together and... 60 degree weather in her home and and there are other people who had it worse it was 30 degrees in their home we have sub-zero temperatures by the way so this wasn't just like a cold front that you experience in texas that goes down to 30 degrees or something we had like a high of eight degrees or three degrees and that wasn't even a wind chill and as i'm huddling with my family i'm thinking to myself I'm, i'm asking god how do i keep my focus on you lord how do i hold my worship to you during this time and it does come down to gratitude being grateful that number one I was still alive and number two I had my family with me that I had my children my wife under my arms and taking care of them that alone uh, honoring my family and taking care of my family first is an act of worship how do you keep your your thoughts on God well it's keeping your thoughts framed I think framing is a really good word that we've been using now in 2020 and 21. How do you frame your worship? And it's more of the the idea of, Lord, if I had nothing else and this is all that you give me, which is my children and my wife and my family, that's all I can ever need. So in terms of being distracted, you know, the distracting thoughts would be the, God, we're never going to make it out of this. Or... God, how are we going to survive? And those are even normal responses right there. That could be a knee-jerk. But when you come away from the knee-jerk and look at things from the bigger perspective, knowing that God holds all the storms in our lives in His hand, and He has the ability to 
move the wind, to stop the rain, to or make it rain. And others may ask, well, how can you think that God would rain down problems on us? Well, I don't believe that God rains problems down on us. I believe that the rain does fall, and I can't explain and interpret why it does, but I do know that we serve a God and a God who loves us that does shield us from the rain, even when the rain falls hard. And when that rain falls hard, our Savior has the ability to keep us standing up. So I think that having this kind of defense from our God, it helps us keep our focus on the things that really do matter. And so the things that matter for me during this trying time that we had here in Texas was number one, gratitude. Number two, valuing the blessing of family and loved ones. And number three, valuing life and not being distracted by social media, uh, news, whatever that kind of swirls around us. So it, it brought me back to a basic way of worship, a basic view of life, a basic biblical understanding of who God is during the tragedy, to know that He is the creator and maker of all things who has the ability to calm the storm with a whisper. So I shared these takeaways with you today and let you know that's where I've been during the past two weeks and not a, not <laughs> even able to update um, a podcast yet. Um, but I hope that you go back and look at the archives of things that we've already been po- posting. You can find that anywhere like you found this podcast. So just look through back the episodes and uh, search away. We have new ones that are coming. And I can't wait because it's some really great stuff. I want to be talking a lot um, on empathy and also about reconnecting. And again, find me Worship Team Training on Clubhouse and let's discuss more of these, th- more of these things together. So I look forward to being back with you. Guys, thanks again for being here. Remember, you don't need to be perfect. Just let the Lord Jesus lead you both in life and in worship. See you next time soon.